Chudzik. And I'm Hope Miller. And we come to you with the Classy Chicks Podcast. We're two girls in the Chicagoland area. Well, I'm moving to Florida. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> each money we release an aspect of some topic related to femininity, the pro-life movement, or just, you know, girl stuff. And also, you know, our advice on relevant and irrelevant stuff. Totally. Uh, uh, our favorite coffee drinks. And how hectic our lives are. <laughs> Join us and leave feedback on what topics you want to hear about. And follow us on Instagram at, at @classychickspod. Alrighty, welcome back to the Classy Chicks Pod, everybody. Hello there. We're recording for the first time in across the country. Yeah. <laughs> We've recorded over Zoom before, but it was literally just because we didn't have enough time to like go and meet up and record and stuff like that. Um, but this is because she lives like 20 hours away. Yeah, we've got some big life updates since the last time we recorded that yeah. we're going to share with you. The last time we recorded was like, I think like the beginning of May, like still in the same Yes, day. it was a week before I moved and that podcast episode I don't even remember what we talked about oh, I, was gosh, so I don't even remember either I think we talked about Lent or something I don't know it was like yeah something like that it's but so yeah crazy. a lot has happened in both of our lives I think both of our lives kind of got mm-hmm. uprooted in between you know the last time we sat down and recorded uh versus now so. yeah but you know what we were talking about like two months ago is totally going to be true you know we're it's really cool because we're kind of going to be coming at all these aspects from two very different places in our lives, but it's always been two different places in our lives. Now it's like also two different places, like across the country, two different demographics. Um, Just there's going to be a lot of differences that we're going to be able to. But I think that's what's going to make the the podcast interesting. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Totally different in our lives right now. And yet, you know, it, yeah. So it's going to be fun. I can tell you're already getting to the boho style with the, the braids and the actually look so <laughs> last night I went on a yacht oh fun what the heck so, what that's so, like stupid expensive <laughs> yep that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> but anyway <laughs> I'm that involved? and my shell necklaces and my braids from last night this morning cute um what did you wear last night yeah Oh, I just wore like a dress, just like a oh, okay. pink top dress. Oh, okay. Dress. I didn't know if it was like, you know, bathing suit. Not super fancy, fancy now. Okay. Very fun. That's very fun. Um, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So my update is less serious, but definitely different for me. Um, so yeah. I ended up getting a new job. Um, kind of didn't like, I wasn't searching for it. It kind of just came to me, which I think was really nice because I wasn't like anxious about it. I wasn't like worrying about it. I wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like when you're trying to get a new job, you're like trying to get a new job. And I, when you have to get a new job, right? Yes. And I wasn't trying to get a new job. Um, so back in January, one of the families I nannied for was out of town and I literally was nannying twice a week for one family. Like I barely was working and it was terrible and I hated it. So I started like really searching for jobs and I ended up getting way more than I could uh, handle. handle. And (laughs) so for like all of February and all of March and all of April, I was just running rampant. Like I don't like, I I don't even remember like half of it. And it was just so much. 
So I started being like, oh my goodness, like I really hope in the fall, like I'll be able to like, I thought I had to be 18 for this one other internship I wanted, which I do. I don't have that one yet. Um, and so I was like, okay, I just got to make it this summer with this crazy schedule. And my summer schedule was even more busy because each family in Annie for wanted me to add on an extra five hours to each of them. So I was going to be working like 50 plus hours a week, which mm-hmm. is just a lot of driving, a lot of not eating well, and a lot of just like like being tired and then of course I want to see my families and have like a fun summer so I was getting like super anxious for summer because like I just didn't want it um and then this kind of came out of the blue so now I'll be working mm. for and there were none which is Abby Johnson's organization and Yay. I'll be working with them from home for about 20 hours a week and then I'm going to still work for pro-life action league um what is it like Mondays and Tuesdays. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So, so I'm really excited because I finished my last nannying shift a Friday, which was six days uh-huh. ago. And I left immediately for South Carolina. So it was like, I got off of work <laughs> and then I was on vacation. I was like, this is so fun. But then I start my new job uh, officially on Wednesday. So, so explain a little bit about what and then they were none is and then what you're going to be doing for them. So Another Word None is an organization started by Abby Johnson to help those within the um, like Planned Parenthood, abortion clinics, et cetera, to get out of that kind of work. So anyone who's involved with the abortion industry, they help, and and it's like their paid job, they help them get out of there and get them a new and better job. Um, So that, you know, you want to... um, what they want from me is they their social media following is actually like not a lot while Abby Johnson's social media following is a ton and so they're wondering oh why is that and so they want me to come on and kind of help them uh grow that page so they can share you know spread more awareness about this organization that they have um and so I'll be helping with social media marketing and they said they have a couple projects they want me to work on I'm not exactly sure what those are but either way I'm really excited to kind of change that. And then I'll be working full-time for the pro-life movement, which has like been my dream for so long. And it's really cool. I'm getting it as soon as I am. Um, so yeah, that's, Yay. that's so yeah. exciting. So now that I'm working from home, I'm like, my brother moves out in August and I'll get his bedroom, but for June and July, I'm like, I need like a nice workspace. So I'm like repainting my desk and everything and like getting yeah. my corner of my room all nice. It's kind of fun. I've got yeah. I mean, there. speaking of working from home, um, So I always worked three days in, well, actually I'll just give my update and then I'll talk about this. Are you done with your update? Yeah, I'm done with my update. Okay. So my update is I finally moved to Florida. Um, Like, what is it? Almost two weeks ago now. And I have to say, um, I'm definitely still adjusting, like still not, not impact because I didn't even take any days off work, but um, the, the transition was a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. The road trip down was super fun. One of my friends flew up and, um, then drove down with me and we stopped at a bunch of really cool places, but we made it in two days, which is crazy. Um, Impressive. so I'm down there and I'm going to be continuing to work to, for Illinois Right to Life remotely. I don't think I told you this hope until, um, the middle of July. So for a okay. while, I, so, I knew that you were going to continue working for them to like help train the other person and like help with some other things and like, yes, all that. But, but, um, it now it's just, I'm continuing to work for them until July. Um, okay. why are you going to stop in July? Uh, because there's going to be a new person. I can't, the way, the way my job is, um, I do communications for Illinois right to life and you can't really have your communications person living in a different state. 
like with like because a lot of what I do you know is talking to the media all this stuff going to events speaking um it's not really feasible for that to be fully remote but for right now I mean it's it's nice it's interesting so back to what we were talking about working remotely I've always loved working remotely I only worked one or two days a week remotely though um and I thought that I might hate it working full-time remotely and it is it is interesting um but I don't hate it right now and I think it's because of where I am like I can I can be on phone calls outside in the sun and like all this stuff. I think I might hate it if it was freezing outside and I was stuck in my house all day. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm a little bit worried about, well, obviously we're going into summer right now, so I'll be okay. Um, Mm -hmm. because summer, you know, you kind of change your location. Um, but the thing I'm worried about is like the discipline to get stuff done. Like when you go to work and you're on the clock, you're at work, you're on the clock, you're doing work, you Mm -hmm. know? But when you're working from home, it's like, oh, I can kind of do it whenever. So I'm afraid that I won't like sit, stick to my set schedule. Cause I'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I can go take a rest right now. So I'm going to really have to practice the virtue of discipline. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel, fail, but I feel kind of the opposite actually. Um, I get so much more done when I'm working from home. Really? Because well, when you're from home, so I have no idea. I, and I think you might, your opinion might change once you start working from home. When you're in the office, you're talking to people, you're making coffee, you're going looking out the window, you're going on like coffee runs, you're having to find lunch, all this stuff. There's a lot of distractions. And also like, I don't know, when I'm, when I'm at home, I've always liked online classes too. Like I, I can do it all on my own pace, except for when I have meetings and stuff. I just get it so much so much more done in a more timely fa- fashion. And also because a lot of what I do is writing. Like I write a lot of emails, articles, blogs, all this stuff. I can focus a lot more um, on the writing and on phone calls. Cause like when you're taking phone calls in the office, I just get so distracted. So yeah. anyway, we'll see if your opinion on that changes once you are working from home, but maybe not. Some people hate it. There's yeah. also a lot of people in, here in Florida, which is very interesting. There's a lot of people who are working from home. So I've been like meeting up with people at coffee shops, just like random people to, oh. to work together because like we're all working on our laptops and we don't have to be at our houses. That's kind so of nice. There's a ton yeah. of that culture here. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I am excited also because like my diet while I was nannying was just awful because it was just anything I could eat. I would, because I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I have something. So I was eating out a lot. I was eating the food at their house, which actually is never good. Um, <laughs> always crap food. And it's just not my style at all. So my diet was just like terrible. And I'm really excited to, like about working from home is that I'll be able to like properly make all of my own food from home. Yes. Um, and I, I know my, my diet has gotten so much better since moving to Florida. But right now I'm, well, I'm finishing an acai bowl. You can't see it. Oh, I had one of those the other day. But so I've just been living off of like fruit and protein and like water and stuff, which is like completely different from my diet in Chicago, which was McDonald's and I can't do McDonald's fast food salads. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I, um, okay. So quick question. And so you are currently, you're not living alone, are you? Um, no, but I'm keeping where I'm living and who I'm living with confidential just for privacy purposes, but no, I'm living with, um, a few other people in an apartment down okay, here in an apartment. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. 
but you have like, um, your own room, right? Cause oh like, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> can't it's imagine fun. graduate. Well, I mean, I guess you had your own room at your, your house back home for a while, but like, I cannot imagine like moving out with like friends and like, I mean, with, like, I've always had my own room my entire life. So <laughs> I still share a room with two sisters, um, which is not the end of the world, except for the fact that they're incredibly messy and I'm not. <laughs> Parts of being the only girl, I've never shared a room. <laughs> that that makes so much sense. Okay, wait, we forgot to do our classy and trashy moments. So before classy we get- and trashy. Okay. Oh, I should have thought about these because I probably had some really good. I have a really good trashy story moment. Okay. So, um, what was it? Friday, my sister in law and I are flying back to South Carolina, or I'm flying too. She's flying back, and we have our nieces or my nieces with us, obviously her kids. So it's a baby who's nine months and then a two-year-old, two and a half year old. And, um, so anyways, we're on the plane. Right. And like Celine is two, so she's little. So I just like sit, have her sit on my lap. I sit in her seat and then Angelica's holding the baby and she's sitting in her seat. Right. So we're right next to each other. My like assigned seat is like four rows back, uh, window mm-hmm. seat. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just leave that seat open or whatever. Halfway through the flight after takeoff and everything, the flight attendant comes over. She's like, hey, like just for landing and everything, like everyone needs to be in like their assigned seats. And I was like, okay, no problem. Like I'll move once landing comes or whatever. Anyway, she comes back, she goes, actually, you can't be sitting here. Like if there's an emergency and the face mask come down, like you, it's one per seat or whatever. Um, so she needs to move. And she points to my niece and like, she, she's like, yeah, I mean, if her seat's back there, she needs to move. I'm like, she's two yeah and it's my seat and I'll be moving so I move back to that seat and I just hear my little niece screaming where's auntie Hopi where's auntie Hopi the entire rest of the flight which was like 45 minutes to an hour we have a girl next to us who's just sleeping if she'd be willing to move back to my seat and she tells it which is a window seat like that's better than being next to two screaming babies and she says no and we're like what the heck so then I move back and get ready for my trashy moment. It's, it's not quite here. So I asked the guy sitting next to me, I'm like, would you two be willing to swap seats with my sister-in-law and my niece? I can just, the, ba- the two babies are screaming. My sister-in-law, I can feel she's getting overwhelmed and like being a mom on a plane with like two little kids. Like it's just my, I'm here to help her. Is there any way you guys be willing to trade seats? They also say no. Humanity has lost their sympathy for babies. Like yeah. it is just a fact. So these two babies, and then like the lady next sitting next to my sister, she's like 20 something. She's like kind of like getting annoyed with my sister for the babies screaming. And my sister's like, I don't even feel bad because you had an opportunity to move and these babies wouldn't be crying and you decide to stay here. Whatever. So the rest of the flight, the baby's crying, like, you know, whatever. And so we get off the flight. Angelica and I are both like so frazzled. Like, like our anxiety was just like so high because like you got two screaming babies. I was on the flight to help my sister. Like that's initially why I flew back with her. It was like, so she didn't have to fly alone and like getting her through and out of the airport was like so much easier. She said, but like the last 45 minutes of the flight were just so rough. So anyways, mm-hmm. the next day I'm telling my brother about this and separately I tell my mom and they both go hope. That's why you were with her. You were supposed to be thinking clearly Celine and you should have sat in the seats that were Angelica's and Celine's and then Angelica and Charlie should have gone back to your seat because Charlie was a lap, Mm -hmm. you know, lap one. I'm like, why didn't we think about that? So my trashy moment was going to help my sister and not following through all the way because I wasn't thinking clearly. And oh my gosh. Yeah, I felt so bad. Sometimes people that like, yeah, you're you're right. Society has lost their sympathy for moms and babies. I know. Ignore them or give them dirty looks or do anything to help them. 
the flight attendant offered the girl sitting next to us an upgraded seat to like economy or something. And she still said no. And then she turned to my sister after the flight and goes, that's the good baby to Charlie. Cause Charlie's like the happiest baby ever. Um, but Angelica's like, oh. even people are like your kids yeah. must be a handful or, you know, like you're going to be outnumbered as soon as you have baby number three or, Ooh, that must be hard. It's like, no, kids are really not that hard. Like, yeah, but you have to be civil and like understand that the role of a mother is extremely difficult. And like and have people just towards that. Yeah. Like Angelica and I were like, if we were sitting in that seat and there was a mother and you know, same situation, like we were on the opposite side, we yeah, we would have totally switched seats. We would have mm-hmm. would have offered it. And she was offered a window seat or an upgraded seat to economy. And I was like, yeah just slept the whole time it didn't matter where she said it was just so infuriating I didn't even know yeah. like oh my goodness yeah I was so it was so infuriating I mean I didn't yeah. even know we felt so bad that's crazy yeah, yeah. That's so that was my trashy moment yeah well my trashy moment was pretty simple um so the night before I moved um was my friend's wedding and it was a ton of fun like I was so happy for it it was great and um, but I didn't pack anything in my car because, um, we were, because we were all driving together to places and I needed to have room for stuff and people in my car. So I was planning on getting up at, uh, like 4am the next morning. Cause I had to leave by nine to pack all my boxes in my car, all the extra stuff. Um, so my trashy moment is that I got like probably two hours of sleep that night um, the night before I took a cross country road trip, I woke up, packed all my stuff in the car. It took like three or four hours because I, I had to get all the little things too that I couldn't pack. And then I still had my wedding hairdo. <laughs> I hadn't said goodbye to my yet. family. What? Hadn't even showered yet. Hadn't showered. Say goodbye to my family. Um, met, got my friend from the airport. We hung out in Chicago for a little bit um, and drove down to Nashville <laughs> And that happened. So that was kind of a whirlwind. Um, and I don't know, it wasn't that trashy. Like I, I, everything went fine. Like there were, there were so many things on this move. There were so many things on this move that could have gone so terribly, but thank the Lord. We actually, funny story. 20 years old and having moved across the country by yourself. Yeah. Feel pretty good. Crazy. Um, funny story though. Um, we saw, I saw my priest at the church downtown just coincidentally, I saw him and I was like, hey, so I'm moving to Florida today. Can you give me a blessing? Oh, that's <laughs> give us a blessing. I <laughs> so love that. Probably that probably helped. Yeah. That probably anyway. Helped. Yeah. The first time moment. I drove like on the highway and drove like far, like two and a half hours away without my mom was I took a trip to Madison with my cousin for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Like her mom came, but my mom didn't. And so my mom was like, before you leave, you have to stop and get a blessing at church. So we did. And they gave us this really pretty rosary and stuff. And I think that's that's my mom's mind at ease. Yeah. I mean, and I loved driving. I was fine. I was, it was a fine job. We, it was like, it's like 20 hours and we did it in two days. We did like 10 hours each day. Um, and it's fun to do it with somebody. Oh, it was so much fun. But it's like, if you think about it realistically, right, there are so many terrible drivers. It's like, not even something that's going to be your fault. You just have to be aware constantly, especially when you're driving in places and people don't realize this, but like not all the roads are like the roads in Illinois. You know, when you're driving across the country and you're driving through like literally like through mountains, super curvy areas, places where like the roads don't look the same. 
it's almost like you're driving in a different country. Yeah. In some ways. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause even driving in South Carolina, it's different. You're like, right. Right. It's kind of different. It's right. basically one large highway that connects everything for like four yeah. straight towns. Like there's no yeah. back roads or anything like that it's like one highway and you branch off. It's it. So that was really weird. Um, so it's constant merging and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. And then, and then in, well, I guess not. Yeah. So, and then when I went to Texas, it, there are no like traffic lights it's or four-way mm-hmm. stops it's like all like right. highway and you merge on and off it's really that's what i'm saying there's oh texas i hate texas i love bros. texas well no i don't hate texas i hate texas bros and texas drivers i don't know why but yeah that's fair anyway classy moment um oh gosh uh what have i done for the past oh um when i was visiting my sister-in-law to make up for all the failed or sorry the fail the attempt of the plane or whatever the heck that is um I was super helpful to them and like uh you know I put my niece to bed for all of her naps and all of her bedtimes and everything like that and I was you know helpful in cleaning up and stuff like that and then the last night I was there we actually had to go to the emergency room because oh my god my niece might have had a UTI she ended up not having UTI and that was quite the experience we were there for four hours we got back at like midnight we were so tired so anyways, I was helpful there. And, um, and then when we got back, like our plan was, oh, we'll go to the ER, whatever, get her checked out. Because that was the only reason we went to the ER, it wasn't that serious, but it was like, we tried urgent care, but they were all closed at mm. that time of the night. So right. we just, it was literally the only place open, which is why we went to the ER. Um, and so, uh, when we got back, it was too late. Like all the fast food places were like closed mm-hmm. and everything we hadn't eaten yet. And so uh, I made chicken and rice bowls at like midnight 30. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. That's what I should have for dinner. No, seriously, I'll send you a picture. You got to get this sauce called yum yum sauce. It kind of looks like Chick-fil-A sauce, but I think I've seen that or heard. So what you got to do is get yourself whatever rice you like, do some chicken, season it up with the seasons you like. I get an air fryer. Those things are flipping nice. Yes. Um, And then you just do like, a lot of vegetables and like avocado and tomatoes and then like soy sauce and yum yum sauce it's like so good and it feels yeah. so healthy because it is yeah. but yeah, yeah so yeah. that was my classic moment was being helpful and the hospital was obviously sad nice yeah yeah that's that's bad but i'm glad you were there that sounds good now i'm thinking about food Oh, oh my gosh. But she's fine though. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally fine. Well, she kept getting like these fevers. And so we were like, okay, like, you know, so then we were thinking maybe UTI and then that came out completely negative. And mm-hmm. then she got tested for like COVID and flu and RSV. And again, all negatives. So we're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Here? But I don't okay. know. Some little kids are just more prone to get. Yeah. Little kids just have problems. Classy <laughs> um. <laughs> moment. My classy moment is I, so basically I um, applied for this like influencer thing that's across Florida. It's called Sunny Collabs. And why are you giving me those eyes, Hope? Hope just rolled her eyes at me. Yeah, I did. Why? Uh, Maybe we could do a podcast on this sometime. It'd be kind of interesting because we have different points of view on influencer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We do have different points of view. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I went to two events this past Saturday and it was so much fun too. And like, I've never been to like an an actual like influencer event and it was so much fun. Uh, The only thing was one of them was like a, like energy, like chiropractic thing. And 
I got a B12 shot, right? And B12, B12 is like really good for you. It's supposed to boost your energy. This thing made me like want to pass out from my sleep. I was so tired. I was like, I don't know what this thing did, but it did the opposite thing to me that it did to everyone else. But like, anyway, it was classy because I felt classy and that's about it. It wasn't, I was actually wearing pants and wasn't that classy, but oops. <laughs> Interesting. Um, we'll do an episode on this but give me your thoughts in three seconds um what I think about like influencing it depends on what you're influencing obviously everyone wants to influence everybody in some way like I want to influence people um you know sharing the pro-life message um but I think that like influencing people on like your lifestyle and uh you know, your habits and things like that, it, it kind of becomes really, it's really hard to make it not self-centered. So like, you know, having like the idea of like, everyone look at me, look at me, like I'm doing a lifestyle influencer basically. Yeah. So like, look at me, I'm doing all these things. Look at me. I'm looks, I look so pretty in all these pictures on Instagram and like, look at me. I'm like, I know how to do everything right. And like, it's kind of prideful. Um, and I don't follow. I, I can see, I can see that point of view, but I think for people like us, I mean, I don't agree with you. So we can do a podcast episode on this. I think, I think there's a lot of people who like, and we know this is a fact who like to examine our lives very closely. And <laughs> I think we both know what we're talking about right now. And I think it's super important to show the world that there are young women who can live a healthy lifestyle, a normal lifestyle and be super Catholic and super strong about it. So yeah, I can, we, see can, we can, we'll do it. We'll, we won't talk about this anymore. We'll do it. Like, yeah. Cause I think this could be a really good conversation. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. Dang but it. Today's conversation we're doing, we're giving you guys little teasers every, I feel like every podcast episode we're like, Oh, we should do a podcast on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, today's no. um, episode is going to be on how your virtues can be your vices which I, I recently kind of figured out and like started really being more conscious about because it is something that happens as females to like in our day-to-day lives. Um, and, uh, you know, so for me, I like being super helpful. Like I really, really like helping my sister with my nieces and I enjoy helping my mom with dinner. And I enjoy, you know, when somebody's moving to help them move, I enjoy, you know, just all of that helping people, which has gotten to me where I am in the pro-life movement because I just have a helping heart. Sometimes though, I can be overbearing. So a couple of weeks ago, my mom asked for my help in this certain area and I couldn't specifically help because I wasn't going to be home and I felt bad about it and so my friend who I was hanging out with was like oh my sister can actually do that for her and so I was like yeah okay that sounds great like she'll just do it for me for my mom and so I texted my mom was like oh hey our friend's just going to do this for us and she was like I didn't ask for you and she kind of got like mad at me and it's because I definitely not like overstepped my boundaries but like helped in a way that wasn't Mm -hmm. wanted and so while I'm thinking, oh, everyone always just wants my help or whatever, not always do people want the help the way that I think that they do. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I always, it, it's really hard to tell when somebody genuinely doesn't want your help because a lot of people are like, oh no, it's fine. Like you don't need to do this for me when they're just trying to be polite. Right. So it's really hard to tell when people mm-hmm. genuinely want help or when they genuinely don't. And as a girl who really wants to help, 
I just really, you know, um, I, I just always assume everyone always wants help. That's, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. Hope said you wanted to talk about this today. Um, and yeah, it's really, um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought about it a little bit and it's, there's such a thing. And I feel like we've kind of talked about this before. Maybe there's such a thing as what's it called? It's like, there's, there's a vice, like there's the opposite of the virtue. And then there's, it's not being over virtuous, but it's like, and it's not being scrupulous either. I can't think of the word for it, but it's being like way too, like, I'm just, the one thing I'm thinking is like the example of modesty, right? Like modesty is a virtue, but don't give me that smirk. Um, <laughs> the, anyway, I can't think. Modesty is a virtue. Modesty is a virtue. And like immodesty is a vice, but there's also like, you aren't, God does not want you to dress in sackcloth every single day. No. Yeah. You know, so if it's like, there's and I, you know, we're super against like balance hiding your body. Um, um, yeah, that's just, that's, that's the example I thought of. Um, but that's, yeah. Cause you can also go just too far with the whole modesty thing, like being like, Oh, I'm too modest. And like, there is such thing as too much. And then there is such thing as too little. So well, a virtue can quickly become a vice. And I would argue that the over overbearing of any virtue, like the over uh, overuse of it leads to pride, which is the greatest sin of all, you know, in any virtue, if you're too scrupulous about it, if you're like, oh, I'm not going to be gluttonous. So I'm only going to eat celery every day, you know? And then you're going around telling everybody like, I'm such a good person because I'm only eating celery every day and I'm not being gluttonous and I'm not eating sweets, blah, blah, blah. That's pride. You know, that's not good at all. Um, and I guess it kind of goes back to what we were talking earlier about like not being perfect. Like we aren't perfect. We're humans and we, we can't pretend that we're perfect. Right. Right. I agree. Um, and you know, that I also found out, um, and I'm definitely not going to name names, but there was a person and is a person in my life who is just, when we were first getting to know this person, um, they were just so like humble. We viewed them as just so humble. What we realized though, was that this humility was turning into pride to the point where mm-hmm. he was so humble, he was prideful. And I actually said pronouns. That was an accident. Um, I wonder who it is. I know. So can you hear the vacuum in the background? No, I can't hear anything. Okay, good. So (laughs) anyway, um, and and so it came to a point where he just, you know, was just so like, I don't even really know how to explain it. Like, I can't give you an example, but like, it was just, we were all like, oh, this person is just so humble we're just so impressed like just so humble and like slowly we started realizing okay we need to have a sit-down conversation because like as friends we all call each other out and we're like Mm -hmm. we need to have a sit-down conversation where we talk about this because his humility is turning into pride and that is really interesting because you think oh there is nobody who can be humble enough like that's just impossible so anyways this person is a very good person overall in no way do i need to say anything negative at all but it was just an example showing how your virtues which you can be really strong in but if we're not careful can quickly become your vices yes yeah yeah um and i think it's something i don't think i said this earlier so i'll say it now i think it's something that 
I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound prideful saying this, but I'm not really sure how to say it. I think it's something that devout Catholics, devout people in any religion really struggle with because you do want to try to be your best. It's just finding that balance between um, being your best and thinking that you are perfect. Right. Actually, an interesting story I heard recently where there is this guy and this girl and they were raised just Christian and um, they were obviously very, very, very chaste, which obviously is a virtue. Chastity is a virtue. Mm-hmm. But they were so chaste to the point that the night of their wedding, they felt as though it was dirty and wrong to, you mm-hmm. know, and so they didn't. And that is Dang. wrong. And that's a sin. That's a, yeah. I believe it's a mortal sin. I'm pretty sure, unless there's um, because if you don't if you don't consummate the marriage, like right. it's not. Sometimes I've heard sometimes there's extreme reasons. I'm not really sure. I'm not in that realm yet, so I'm not really sure. But I do know that for the most part, it is wrong to not. And so while they yeah, there are extreme circumstances that, that was seen as a very good uh, virtue, and they were doing it very well, and God was very proud of them. The night that it came to their wedding, it, it quickly turned into something that was really wrong. Right. And actually I was listening to the Wednesday Heck podcast last night and um, shout out to them because that, that's an interesting thing. The, their, their podcast was basically talking, it talked a lot about how, you know, like there's this like feeling that like you don't have to be attracted to the person you get married to as long as they're like a good Catholic, right? Well, that's not true. Like that, that's purity culture. Like we've been talking about before that completely separates the good attraction and the good want and desire for sexual relations from, um, from like, you know, someone who's like a friend who's being a good person. Right. You're not supposed to like, you're not supposed to be so prudish basically, you know, that prudishness is not a virtue. No. Purity and chastity are, but um, that, that's something that I think that I don't, I don't know. I don't actually know a lot of people who, um, struggle with it, with that in particular. I don't know about you, Hope. I, I don't find it very, to be very common. And I, I have, I have in your vices. No, 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 no. Um, people who don't think that you need to be attracted to the person you get married oh, to. There, yeah, no, I don't find it very often. Actually, I find that their attraction to the person is what runs the relationship, um, which is mm, the opposite. Which is the opposite. And so I, mean, I think you need to have both. You need to be attracted to them, but they also need to be the person that like will lead you to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Because I was yeah. obviously completes you, but I was like, I'm not saying that. Um, yeah, uh, the person who um, who gross. is going to best help you get to heaven, who you have the best time with, who is just you know the best of the best for you. Um, and so I find a lot of the time that it's the attraction is what is getting people. Oh yeah, um, but that's that's in all cultures. I feel like that's in all cultures, all religion. People, it's called, like love is blind. You know. Oh, so, you know how when we did our podcast on, I think it was either purity culture or modesty. Maybe they tied together or something like that, where we said that there was two extremes. There's the extreme of like, you have to like literally hide your entire body and like cover yourself in cloaks and like long skirts and long sleeve shirts and everything like that. And like no figure at all. And then there's a side that's like literally go out and wear lingerie. I don't care. There's two extremes. There's a happy medium where it's a little bit of both, where you're accentuating your beauty, not your body, but you're not hiding your body, you Mm -hmm. know? 
Um, I think that go, that that's the same is true with, you know, this specifically, there's the extreme of like, so chaste that it's wrong to the point where right. you're having sex with that in your marriage. And then there is so lustful, I guess, where yeah. you're going solely off of looks. Yes. Yes. And there's a happy medium. Yes. Agreed. I agree too. Look at us agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let us know, let us know your thoughts on this because I think this is something that's a little bit taboo to talk about because you don't, you, you don't really hear people talking about being like too virtuous, you know, like, you right, don't, right. like, oh, that person's too virtuous. Um, no, but don't. when you really think about it, there, it's a thing. It's a thing that happens to us all, you know? Right. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, no, let us know what you guys think about that. Um, real quickly though, I want to play, um, a recording we got we got one of those like little voice mail things um I oh yeah i'm Peyton. i'm 13 and i just wanted to message you guys and tell you how much i absolutely love this podcast it is so hard to find good role models for young girls like me nowadays and finding you guys was just such a refresher for me like the influencers that are pushed on younger audiences today like the ones we see on our for you page really aren't the best influences for um, young girls, especially. So thank you guys for making this podcast. And I've learned so much, like, especially about the pro-life movement from you guys. And your episode on gossip was also super helpful because, you know, as a student in school, there's just gossip everywhere. So thank you guys so much for all you do. And I absolutely love your episodes. Aw, that makes me so happy. Like, I'm sorry, but when I get... Like, I don't know. I don't know. Basically, when I when I get DMs from young girls, you know, saying how how certain things, specific things help them, you know, like she said, our episode on gossip, it mm-hmm. just makes me so happy because it's like, okay, this is like who we're doing this for is younger yeah. girls to show them that it is possible. Like we were saying earlier, it is possible to live as virtuous Catholic women and have beautiful lives. And when we hear that it's actually working, that's just amazing. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there are going to be people who are going to, the more you put on social media, the more people are going to pick you apart and, you know, really scrutinize you. Um, I feel like that happens with like literally everybody. There was a social media influencer, like a Catholic woman who I really admire. And I was talking to one of my friends about her and she's like, I think she comes off as not confident per se, but look at me, look at me, look at me. And so I just don't like her. And I was like, I never really thought of it that way. So, you know, people on social media are going to scrutinize you for whatever they can because mm-hmm. everyone you differently over social media. And that's, you know, that's the sad thing about social media. Um, but it is really nice to have people who you don't know who are seeing like like our goal and and seeing that like our our what we're working towards is actually working. Um, so yes. that's really nice to get that message. Yes. And, and right. like, it's, it's cool because I have particular, like I have certain people, there's only probably like five or something that I, it, influencers that I love when they post, you know, like I see their post right away and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to read this. Uh, I look up to them, you know, I look up to where they are in their life in just so many different ways, what they believe about so many different things. And so that's what I want to do to help younger girls, you know, cause like I, when I was their age, I, I didn't really, I mean, maybe I just wasn't looking in the right places, but I didn't really know as many younger women. Like I knew I had, there were a lot of um, like moms that I looked up to when I was like 
14, but there weren't a lot of like 20 year olds that right. I looked up to. And so that's why I think it's really, really cool that we have people who, you know, who really do enjoy and appreciate this. And we try to be as real as possible on this podcast. I mean, besides some things, I'm actually, I probably should mention this. I'm trying to be a lot more private in not, not the details of my life, like what I'm doing, but like where I am, because I have had, you know, people are creepy. I had, I had some bad run-ins when I was in the Chicagoland area because I was just really open about everything, where I was, where I was going, all this stuff. So I am, I'm trying to be more private about that and like, you know, not posting something until a few days after I'm gone from there or like just certain little things, not posting pictures of my house, even though I love my house. Um, <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah, because you have to be that. careful and it's very easy. Even like I was thinking the other day, there's some really really pretty palm trees when you when you drive into our like little area and I wanted to post a picture of those because they're just like really aesthetically pleasing and like a, there's like other like cactuses and stuff too but I didn't because I was like anybody who lives in this kind of area can tell um, which one it is and it's just not necessary you know but that's besides the point I think that like I'm going to continue to be completely open about like what I'm doing in my life. So that hopefully young girls can see. And obviously hopefully people, you know, I do like getting feedback if people are like, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Like I'm totally fine with that, but I also want people to see, because I, I wasn't sure at my, at their age at, you know, 13, 14, that it was possible to be a really good Catholic person and to also have a really fun, fulfilling life. I yeah, guess. I agree. Yeah. I see that. I also appreciate how she was like, um, there, you know, the people that uh, young women are pushed on young women to look up to are just not all that. And yes. that's so true. And not like sitting here wanting people to, like look up to me, but I do live my life wanting to be an example. Well, um, we are supposed to live our lives. What's that Bible verse? There's a Bible verse about that. Live your lives as well. My favorite prayer, the radiating Christ prayer. It says, let me preach without preaching, not by words, but by example. Exactly. So yeah. to live by example. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to do. Yes. Um, and my example might look differently than other people's, mm. uh, but that's the way it's supposed to be. Cause we're not all supposed to be the same. Cause that would be really boring. Yeah. Anyway, call in. If you guys have any feedback, any questions, anything, we love hearing from you. Yeah. We'll post that link. Uh, so you guys can directly uh, send us a voice memo. Um, yes, like just did. Uh, Peyton, I think her name was. Um, and so you guys can uh, do that. And yeah, and it can be anonymous too. If you don't want your name out there, just say. Yeah, and next week's podcast, we're going to be doing it on. Um, uh, what was that? Uh, did we decide that we would do it on our view on influencing and social media and stuff? Yeah, and we've done one kind of on that, but we're going to do kind of an updated one, more broad. We did one on like women for we girls follow yeah. it's gonna be directly like different kinds of influencing um is it healthy for women or not um are the women that we look up to actually like living I their life as they say they are interesting because savannah and i really don't agree on a lot of uh, our viewpoint on influencing so that'll make it more interesting <laughs> oh um, yeah but so we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. So anyways, call us in with your guys' takes on influencing and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Anyway, right. we'll see you next week. Yep. Sounds good.